It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. And joining me today for a Charlie Tuesday, the one and only Charlie Five, Auburn message board legend. How are you, bud? What's up, you big prick? You meanie. <laughs> You're going to have to explain that. You're going to have to explain yeah, that to people. i got to get a little content. <laughs> Zach's been mean on been mean on the internet. That's and, not and true. Fired some people. That is fired, not true. Uh, fired some people up, and uh, some dude just called him a big prick. A big brick on Facebook. Lance, <laughs> who writes for Auburn Wire with me, he quoted my yes. take about how, uh, I think it was with you a week ago, about how Auburn's going to go to LSU, win by three scores, and Ed Orgeron's going to get fired the next day. He took that quote, turned it yes. into a story, went viral, and uh, I guess a lot of LSU outlets picked it up as well. And uh, yeah, this dude like went on my personal Facebook page and like there's a picture of like uh, I was like updating a profile picture or something and yeah, this guy called me a prick and I'm like, got it, sweet. Very, it wasn't very cool. even. It was. It had nothing to do. Nothing related to. <laughs> nothing LSU. related. To, he's an LSU fan. Yeah. Had nothing. What he commented on had nothing to do with LSU fans. Uh, LSU anything. So. Keith or Kent, whatever his name is, Kent. Mayor. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, shout out he to Kent. He got rustled. Yeah. Shout out to Kent. He got rustled. He got. Oh, here it is. I found it. Can I read it? Uh, yeah, censor it appropriately, please. Yeah, obviously it just says, "Listen, you prick." I would be more worried about <laughs> Auburn fans' future than LSU. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one more thing. Go Tigers, and he spelled it that really dumb way. Yeah, the Cajun way. Go. Right. Right. Um. All right. So. Getting feedback from a lot of Penn State folks, Charlie Five. Obviously a huge, huge week. We've been talking about this week for yes. months. It's finally here. Everything that has happened to this point does not matter. It kind of went how we thought it would. Maybe a hair better than we thought it would, but still it doesn't really matter moving forward. So uh, your general thoughts of uh, where Auburn is currently, now heading into week three of the college football season, and what you think about this big, big matchup happening Saturday night in Happy Valley. Sure, man. So, obviously, like you said, we came in two weeks and we handled business both weeks. Um, it's been pretty. Uh, it's been a long time since so I've seen Auburn open up the season and dropping sixty on the first in the first two games. I feel like we've looked looked good when we we've needed to look good in pretty much all three phases. Uh, I think that the big matchup is going to be uh, Auburn's defense, where I feel like our all, our defense is going to be better than their offense. And uh, I think that's going to be the, the key to us going into Happy Valley and catching those six points and shoving it to them, shoving it to them. I'm excited. I'm pretty fired up. I think both teams are in similar situations to where sure. I think the defense is going to have the advantage regardless of who has the football. It's going to be heavy towards right. the defense. And then on the offensive side of things, I think whichever quarterback manages the game better over the course of 60 minutes, that's probably going to be who wins the football game. And look, I'm a little guilty of this because I've talked about it over the past few weeks, but Auburn fans wanted to be about Tank Bigsby on Saturday. And I tell you what, if it is about Tank Bigsby, Auburn will win the football game. 
Penn State needs to do everything in their power defensively to make the game not about Tank Bixby. If it's about Bo Nix, all of a sudden it's like, okay, Bo Nix just has to be a game manager on Saturday night for Auburn to win. I believe that. If he is a better game manager than Penn State's quarterback, Sean Clifford, I think think Auburn walks out of there with a victory. But there's a lot of ifs. I mean, we've all seen this story before, right? Bo Nix going into a promising matchup where Auburn could really turn their season around. And it's a hostile environment, and it goes south. I mean, we saw it a lot his freshman year. He had two great opportunities his freshman year at LSU, at Florida. And the defense kept him in it. He just didn't make enough plays when it was all said and done. It's going to be a very similar situation. He's going to get the opportunities to make plays. Is he going to get it done? It'll be impossible to know until Saturday. I'm leaning towards the supporting cast around him, and the coaching staff is going to help him a little bit more. But still, I mean, we don't fully know what this new version of Bo Nix is until we see it Saturday. Agree, agree. I do think that you got to take into context that of the, the two different styles of offenses, um, I'm not putting a lot of the previous soap like solely on Bo. Uh, I think, um, you know, the meme is sort of kind of it does seem to be sort of ringing true a little bit minus the, you know, dark horse stuff for Heisman, but he does seem more comfortable and a little bit more confident. Yeah. And if you just look at the box score from last week, if you just look at the box score last week, you're like, Oh boy, here we go. It's the same old bow. But I mean, anybody that really watched the game, I mean, we started off the game, the first two plays of the game, you had a dropped pass. And then I think uh, sheds bell was a pretty rung from the first play and he didn't, work back to the ball like he was supposed to yeah. and you had a knock uh, you know a batted away pass it was right on the money and then he throws throws a laser across the middle to um Demetrius Robinson uh even the incompletions uh you know I felt like some of the batted away passes were just right on the money the DB just made a really good play you just didn't see a whole lot of just wild erratic passing like you have in the past um I, I think the guy is – I think this offense suits him. And um, if you – that both – like you said, both teams are going to try to mitigate the run as best they can and dare both sides to beat them with the quarterback. And I'm just, I just like I, – I, I feel very confident with the ball in Bo's hands right now. I, would, I feel much more confident watching him take this game versus the Clifford kid uh, right. who has seemed to struggle – a little bit, ever, you know, ever since he started playing. On uh, all right, today's show brought to you by the our same friends. Offense. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, today's show brought to you by Prize Picks. All right, college football fanatics, have you heard about these guys? Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. I love this. I know you will too. Prize Picks offers every sport you can think of, like NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, MLB, soccer, MMA, and more. You can check everything out. At, uh, at prizepicks.com. You can go to your app store and download their free app. Prize Picks is fantasy football, daily fantasy made easy. Gotta love that. Also, today's show brought to you by our friends at Frisky Whiskey. Charlie Five, you love Frisky Whiskey. I love Frisky Whiskey. A lot of our listeners love Frisky Whiskey. If you have not tried Frisky Whiskey, you will love it as well as soon as you uh, go to their shop. It's 10,000 square feet of just awesome selection and awesome prices. You hop on I-85, 
you head into Georgia, as soon as you get into Georgia, it's going to be on the right. You'll see billboards all over the place directing you there. But I just suggest typing it in your GPS about 15 or 20 minutes away from Auburn. And, uh, man, I, I know a lot of folks already getting ready for that tailgate to Georgia a few weeks from now. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be awesome. If you're Hold a tailgater, up. you want the best tailgate possible, and Frisky Whiskey can help you get a lot of the stuff that you need for a, a lot lower price due to being in Georgia, not Alabama. So, highly recommend it. Check out our friends at Frisky Whiskey. We love them here at Locked On Auburn. So, I think th- the only game that's really relevant as far as, like, going back to look at preparing for this game, because both teams will play two games, is Penn State at Wisconsin. And you mentioned both defenses are going to do everything they can to keep the football in the quarterback's hands, make the make the opposing teams beat you through the air. That's what Wisconsin right. did. And for the most part, Wisconsin slowed them it down. Was. Yeah, it was yeah. just, I mean, both teams were just so sloppy in the red zone. I think Penn State will be a little bit cleaner in the red zone than they were um, against Wisconsin. But as a whole, like... I know they didn't score a whole lot of points. One blown coverage is pretty much the only thing that Penn State really had to write home about about as far as success in the passing game. It was pretty sloppy otherwise. Right. So it it worked. Yeah, I I think it did. And I think Auburn's defense is on par with Wisconsin. I don't know if one's better than the other yet. I don't don't think that would be – a responsible thing to say, but I do think they're in the same tier. And so you look at it, Penn State went on the road, and so now they're going to be at home. You got to think they'll be a little bit more comfortable there. So I definitely think you can make the argument that it's going to be, you know, I I think you can look and see, okay, that's why Penn State is favored by six points. It's kind of that transitive property there. But the the truth is we really don't know about this Auburn team until Saturday. We'll know a lot come halftime. But as a general rule, like we really don't know as much. We know that they look better. They look more crisp than they did a year ago, which is encouraging. But still, from top to bottom, like we don't know if Bo Nix has turned the corner. We don't know how good this offensive line is and how much it has improved. And, I mean, we still don't know about the front seven of this defense. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good enough for Auburn to go up there and win. But still, there are a lot of questions that we have to answer, and we'll get all of those in a few days. Sorry about that. Charlie Five dealing with some connection issues, but hey, that's okay. We'll, uh, we will go on. I know we had a lot of thoughts. We'll try to figure out something else uh, maybe later in the week. I know we had a lot of thoughts about this Penn State matchup. And I know one thing that he was very high on is, is a lot of folks out there are really kind of um, box score scouting Bo Nix. And I don't think that's entirely fair. I understand why they're doing it. But like we talked about yesterday, and Auburn's win against Alabama State. I, I don't think that game, specifically the first half, was as bad as people made it out to be. I, I really, really don't. And another thing that I thought was interesting was that I was looking at, no, no, I was listening to the Max Roundtable. You heard Daryl Dapridge on the show last week, uh, but those guys up in Montgomery, they were talking about how, um, how Penn State's got a really big, defensive tackle, a nose tackle, and so they were going to try to do some scheme things to match up with him. Look, I, I think it's full uh, a real possibility here that Penn, uh, that, that Auburn was fully looking ahead to Penn State last week. And you got to think, I mean, the benefit that Auburn had, and we talked about this all summer, was Penn State had to deal with Wisconsin week one, and then they had two gimme games to prepare themselves for week three against Penn State. That's a big deal. 
that's a big deal, especially when you got a guy like Harson and this coaching staff that you really believe that they're going to be able to put a good game plan together and develop this team and make them better. That's something that I think Auburn fans should be really, really pumped about going into this matchup. And, I mean, that's something when we talked about, uh, we, we did the crossover about a month or two ago with Kevin McGuire, host of Locked on Nittany Lions, and we'll have him on the show Thursday. But, he, he, I mean, he agreed. He agreed that that's a big advantage for the Auburn Tigers, and that's not something that we can just dismiss so easily. And I also think the way that Harson handled the approach to, to Akron and the approach to Alabama State, I think both of those things, very, very big deals, just because I think he realizes, I mean, this is the kind of matchup where if you win it, it's going to set this team in a different trajectory for the remainder of the season. I remember several, several years ago, Auburn opened, uh, opened the season up against Clemson. I think it was that 2012 season. They opened the, se- the season up against Clemson. I remember Lutzi had an awesome catch in that game. But it's like they were so close to winning that game, and then they lost, and they just never got it together again. I'm not saying if Auburn loses on Saturday, the, the result is going to be that dramatic. But I do think the way that there are these, these games early in the season where if you win them, it changes how your team develops throughout the year. I think Arkansas had a big win against Texas. I think Auburn has a huge opportunity on Saturday to do that. Really set the tone for the rest of the season. And that's something that you look at. It's like Brian Harson knows he has to win this football game. Brian Harson knows that Auburn fans, whether it's fair or not, a ton of Auburn fans are going to judge him for this performance. And I think that's kind of what you get when you accept this job and you go from Boise to Auburn, is you have to win games like this. And I know a lot of Penn State folks, you know, they left comments on yesterday's show, and that's fine. I really, really appreciate your feedback. But Penn State fans are very, very confident about this game. And a lot of them are even saying, like, you know, oh, the SEC is nothing. And it's like, well, Penn State has lost their last five games against SEC opponents. And I think that's something that you've got to look at here. And I know the whiteout is going to be a big deal. And I know that the Penn State environment is going to be a very, very violent and aggressive crowd, as it should be. It's where game day is. It's a big deal. But all in all, I I think when it's all said and done, I think Auburn's going to be in a good spot for this one. I I really, really do. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So just... You know, do what the clerk at the store would do. Just go uh, go on your phone and order them from rockauto.com, and they'll be at your house in just a few days. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car, truck, or SUV. Right, Locked on Auburn in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Also, if you want to get involved in the action, betonline.ag is the best place to do all of that. It's your number one spot for all pro and college football this season. If you're as confident as Charlie Five is that Auburn will cover and win this game, you can uh, head over to betonline.ag and pull the trigger. You can uh, you can take action in this. But hey, when you make that deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get a 100% welcome bonus on that deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, we're back. We got Charlie Five back with us. And so, uh, I know you didn't hear what I just said, but I know 
you had a lot of thoughts in regards to uh, other things to talk about um, with um, with what was going to go down on Saturday. You mentioned a, a, a post with Coach Pink. Did you ever find yeah, that? Yeah. Did you pull that up? I, not. I didn't find a specific post, but just uh, make a long story short, uh, and I talked about this on the post game uh, on ESPN 106.7, that it seemed like a running game, like, if you're if you're like me at the beginning, it didn't really seem like we were getting a whole lot of push. You know, it's sort of, I saw, it just seems like we're really trying to focus on something. We're trying to trying to make something happen. And uh, you know, Coach Pink said that you know the first game we were doing a whole lot more zone scheme blocking schemes, which you know get outside, let the running back sort of pick the lane. And in this game, it was a lot more gap, and it was a lot more inside gap. And when you do a little bit of research, you find out that. Uh, Alabama State had has a defensive tackle who is an absolute mass of of human. He is a massive human. He's three hundred and forty something pounds, and it seems like to me when you look at the whole context of what's going on, uh, and you find out that Penn State has a defensive tackle. Uh, their starting defensive tackle also is somewhere around three hundred and thirty pounds. Sure, and maybe somewhat of a simulation type thing, uh, and. When we needed to get the yards, we got them. I mean, we grabbed 94 at once. Uh, so uh, we definitely had success in the running game. But, you know, early on when, you know, probably you and I were a little bit concerned, uh, we're not necessarily privy to what the game plan is and what, what what they're working on. Another thing, the passing game, we were really working on pushing the ball down the field, which we didn't really do a whole lot of last week. So, uh, which is takes longer developing plays, pass blocking uh, that, you know, is not necessarily – uh, always been our strength so a lot of things that went on uh that we were definitely testing ourselves and you know to still come out 62 to nothing almost so short of history but 62 to nothing right uh it was uh it was it was great great to watch it was so jarquez hunter kind of had his coming out party especially with that run you mentioned 94 at once yes i'm excited to see and i hope shivers is able to make it back at harson's press conference yesterday he was asked about specifically Shivers, but he said all of the guys that missed time on Saturday, none of them were like season ending. So I yeah. guess that's good. But he didn't Take really from he, that what you will. Yeah, he didn't really answer the question. <laughs> so and that's fine. He didn't have to. But the um, I I kind of feel like that if Shivers was expected to be back by Penn State, they would have said that. He would have said that to give Shivers yeah, credit. So too. So I didn't like that answer more from the sense of, oh, that's not good because I would really like Shivers to be on the field on Saturday. Right. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's a different – he definitely brings a different different element to the offense. Uh, he's a great third down um, – a great third down option. He's a leader. Screen game. Yeah, and he, and just that, that leadership. You know that there's a really good chance he's going to run through someone's face at some point in time in the game. Uh, no matter what, so yeah, he, I, he, I, I feel like he's definitely. I, I don't think he's going to be there this weekend, but uh, if I had to guess, I'd say the the following game he'll be, he'll be back. Right, right. I don't and, think this and, is anything serious. Surely by Georgia, he'll he'll be back too. So, so I heard a little rumor. Yeah. I heard a little rumor about halftime. So I uh, heard a little rumor that uh, Harson basically told everybody in the locker room they sucked. He went <laughs> off. He went absolutely off on everybody. Mike Bobo, 
catch the ball tank. I mean, just there he went absolutely off, and it's so cool to see the team respond to that in a positive manner because you can go completely the other way. But uh, he, he, he just has that air about him that he just demands your – he can just demand your respect and demand your attention. And uh, I heard that the locker room scene was – uh, a little, a lot different than Ooh. the last several years. So I would just, love uh, to have been in there for that. Possibly, possibly some dog cussing. Every, there's, there's a everybody needs a good dog cussing every every now and then, and I think several guys got it at halftime. Right. Yeah, he was asked about that in his presser. It's like, so what'd you do at halftime? And uh, <laughs> he talked about, you know, I and this is kind of one of those things where, like, when your dad tells you, like. He's not mad. He's just disappointed. But and like, no, he was... in, in short, his response though to to the you know in his press conference was, well, sometimes I think we just lose sight on what's important. <laughs> yeah, I think he was definitely. It was not a. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. It was. I'm Ooh. very, very, very mad right now. <laughs> yeah. from what I understand. So, folks in the Locked hey. On Auburn Discord, they, they were kind of joking around, like, "Yo, Harson is going to destroy some people at halftime." Hey, and it, hey, whatever I he did, it worked. Hey, I rough talked Roger in the first half. I rough talked him, and uh, you know, he comes out and turns around, and has a pick six, and makes a bunch of plays in the second half. Sometimes that's all it takes. A little bit of rough talking. Gets you back in line, man. Does Roger have his hands full this week with um with Jahan Dotson? That's Dotson, gonna be yeah. that's gonna be a big deal. He's gonna have to. I mean, he's gonna have to bring his bring his a game. We can't be we can't buy into our own hype, which I kind of feel like he may have done a little bit the first at least the first half. I can just I'm Roger McCreary. I'm a well, NFL prospect. I can just kind of if that's the case, ahead. the pick six isn't gonna help. No, well, yeah, for sure, for sure. Success might just feed that ego, but you know, I think he, they got a little bit of they got a little bit of the better of him in the first half. You know, they were yeah. they were picking on him a little bit, and those guys were making plays. Uh, and you know, that's not that's not a good look. <laughs> that is not a good look to have at, at all. It's not. It's not. You have any other thoughts before we wrap this up, brother? Auburn money line right now. Get on it before the line moves. It's almost double your money. Go ahead. It's free. Just ta- just go betonline.ag, get the double up bonus, and roll it on Auburn Moneyline plus 195. Let's go. I love it. Lock it in. Where can people find you and hear you, buddy? Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. You can find me on auburnlive.com, the corner message board, 247 Sports Body Get Aboard, or daily, Monday through Friday, the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Love it. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Black or be on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow for a War Rapport Wednesday. Stay tuned right here on Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.